It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. What's up, party people, headspacers all over the place? I am so excited to see you. It's been a few moments, but you know what? We're going to talk about it. And guess what? In the studio today, we have my girl, Kristen. What's up, fam? And we have Mason. What's up, dude? How you Say doing? Hi, Mason. He is Say there. Good morning. He's ready to roll. It's <laughs> been so good to see you all. Hey, everybody. I want to make sure that you all are good to go. Look, we 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 really appreciate you. I want to reach make a shout out to all of those who are tuning in during our uh, live broadcast at 11 a.m. on um, the East 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 Coast, and then um, those that tune in later on throughout the day, throughout the week, and then those of you who actually tune in via the podcast, we really appreciate you. Headspace with DM. We have uh, listeners all over the place, but those of you, I want you to do me a favor: like and share us on social media. Headspace DM like and share right now those of you who are tuning in live go ahead and share so we can get it out because we want others to tune in to headspace with dr mike christy 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 yes what's been up what's been going on how how have you been i've I've been good i've been good um can't complain is is the um video delayed I feel like it's a little delayed. Can you see me and hear me okay? Yeah, I see you and hear you fine. Okay, great. It must be on my end. All right. So I'm doing doing well, just you know, managing this one. He's Mason has turned one since the last time we were on the show. So happy is, birthday to you. Thank, thank you. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday, Mason. Happy number one. I, so before you even go any further, Mason, do you have any words of insight to give to us after you have completed your first full revolution around the sun what what do you have to say to us anything profound that you want us to know do you have anything to say to mr mike huh yeah he says he you know he's 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 managing he's keeping us in line I get it. I get it. I get it. It's hard. It's a hard job out there. It's it is. It's, it's hard, hard for a one-year-old out here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's hard out here for a one-year-old. Mike. Okay. Stick no. to my day job. Mm-mm, don't. Yeah, <sighs> please. Speaking, look, speaking of, of songs, um, Queen Bee, she's back. Queen Bee is back. Um, the beehive has is buzzing and they are out and about spreading their wings to spread the news of the renaissance. Yep, the renaissance. Yeah, so let me just say this first so okay. that I can just be full disclosure. Mm-hmm. I am not a Beyonce fan. <gasps> I, I know. Clutch of pearls. Let us all take a collective sigh and a, a shock. I know. I am not a Beyonce fan. That does not mean to say that I do not appreciate her talent. I think that she's obviously talented and all of that. I love a lot of her songs. It's not that, but I'm. I, I'll say I'm not a. I'm not a beehive. I'm not a beehive person. Like 
you know, they worship her like she could do no harm. And so, yes, her Renaissance album is out. And the uh, first song that dropped, that uh, Break My Soul. Time out, time out. <laughs> Flag on the play. So I want to make sure I'm getting this right because, see, you know, the Beehive, they, they, they strong. And I don't, I don't want none of that smoke. So yeah. I want to make sure I get some things clear. So you're good with her music. It's just that you don't do like the idol worship stuff, like the you're not going to lose your mind. And I'm going to tell you, this, this is what I mean. So I'm not going to, I don't care what type of um, concert it is, unless Jesus himself is going to be on the stage performing with Beyonce. I'm not spending that type of cash to see anybody. Like I just, I'm just not that. No, gotcha. I'm just not gotcha. that kind of fan. Gotcha. I enjoy, I mean, do I think she's the best ever? No. Right. You right. know, I think there are some that think she is the, you know, she is the uh, be all end all. And that's just not where I am with things. Uh, mm -hmm. But back to my point. Okay. I appreciate. Right. I just, I just want to make sure we have clarity because, you know, I look. Uh, listen, I I'm not scared of the beehive anyway. But, but, but you see, it's not headspace with, with, with Miss Christie. You oh, know. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. I, I, yes, you're absolutely right. But this is, I'm speaking for myself. These are not, these are not the views of Headspace with Dr. Mike. <laughs> but, but yeah, so it's out. You know, Break My Soul came out, and I, you yep. know, I'm not mad at it. It gave me the whole house. You know, we're mm -hmm. from Baltimore, so it gave me that house feel and mm -hmm. everybody, everybody. So I could mm -hmm. get with that. You know, I wasn't like, ah, but it was nice. Mm -hmm. But the reviews from Renaissance from Beehive themselves has been a little mixed. I don't know what you've heard, Mike. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I um last night I hung out with uh my baby sis and I was driving home and I decided to go ahead and take a listen. You know, I had already listened to some of the songs and it, it has a nice little groove to it. Like I like it's one of those, it's one of those um, I think one of our uh one of our contemporaries posted on Facebook that they could actually just have it playing as a backdrop for productivity. Like if I'm getting some work done through the course of the day, uh -huh. I don't mind having it on. And I agree. I have it. I, I already know that I'm going to put it in one of my playlists of like, if I just have some music in the backdrop to kind of keep me, keep me going. Um, it's different. Like, and I appreciate that about her. And so for you, I, I totally am in agreement with you. Like it really has to be a special thing for me to spend literally hundreds of dollars to go thousands yeah are you right because i'm a little bougie these days and so i'm not going to just go and sit in the in the nosebleed section if i'm if i'm a go i'm a i'm a go that part so um so with that i and and again you right i listen to so i'm the kind of person you and i've had conversations about this i there are times where i get like my technical eye on like you know being that you know i am th involved in theater and stuff and i will look at a movie or look at a play and kind of be technical about it music mm -hmm. is not one of those things where i get real technical about like i i literally put music in its place of how it makes me feel i take it for what it is you know what i mean and so that's what i take it for what it is but the musos are they saying a whole lot they mad because it's not typical beyonce and i'm like but i don't think that's what she was going for i think obviously she was just trying to do a dance she, she's allowed to evolve and and come into mm -hmm. a different you know feel and all of that so can we talk about who else is not feeling the album yeah let's talk about that Khalees. 
Yeah, remember Khalees? My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. That yes, one. Yes, that one. That uh -huh. one. So she is not excited about the album because apparently she believes that one of the songs, Energy. Okay. She used a sample of that milkshake song. Okay. And she's she's she is like hot about it. She's hot about it, and she basically said, "I'm bringing the smoke. I don't care how much of the beehive comes after me. Facts are facts. I, that's a quote from her. Facts are facts, and." Yeah, so well, she's wasn't Pharrell the producer of that that cut. Like, yeah, yeah, she's hot with him too. <laughs> so I guess help me out here though. But uh, mm, when people sample stuff, I mean, before the record label and all that stuff were allowed to happen, they kind of go through the the vetting process to make sure that all eyes are dotted and t's across, right? You would think so, but remember, um, what's his name? The the guy. Oh, his father was a an actor. He was a um, an actor and. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. His father died. Alan Thick. Um, that's the father. What's the Robin Thick. Robin Thick. Robin, thank Thicke. you. Robin Thick. Remember his song? I can't remember oh, which song yeah. it was, but he apparently has sampled the Marvin Gaye. And that's, that's the family, Gaye's family took years and they got they won that lawsuit. They won that lawsuit. I remember that. And that was that was a jam too. Yeah. So I'm just saying, apparently these I's and T's aren't being dotted and crossed. Huh. That's fascinating. So, well, I mean, if if look, if, if she, I mean, if she has rights to that, I mean, I mean, it is it is her thing. Now, what's funny is my question is, was it original with her? Because you know, a lot of times there are things that were sampled. We find out later on that they like older than our parents. Very true. <laughs> well, can I just um say one more thing before we go to the next segment about okay. concerts? So I told you this morning I was, you know, I'm feeling I'm tired because I hung out with my sister last. We both hung out with our siblings last night, right? Okay. But, come on, Mason, work with he me. He has a lot of opinion about this. Yes. He's talking about Beyonce. So, so you're not gonna believe who me and my sister saw in concert last night. You're never going to guess. Nope, I'm not even gonna try. Who? Smokey Robinson. <laughs> I know. I know. Had no desire to see Smokey Robinson. It was a you know free ticket. I was like, you know what? It's not about Smokey. I'm gonna go hang with my sister. You know, just hang out, have a good time. Let me tell you something. Smokey still got it. Now, where was it at Rams Head or something like that? It was at um uh, Maryland Live at their ah, you know their hall. Yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, Smokey nasty. Smokey really? was on that stage, bumping and grinding and grooving and. He's every bit of what eighty something. He's in his eighties, honey. Like well into them. I think. Uh, I think he might be eighty six or something. Well, I mean, but he looked good. He sounded. He sounded good. He really? gave a good show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would never intentionally buy a ticket to Smokey sure. Robinson. She's Smokey Robinson. But while I was there, I, I I have to say I had a pretty good time. That's awesome. Speaking of that, my mama's listening. Hey, mama. Mama's listen, and did you hear what Chrissy says? Smokey still got it. Smokey Mama, answer this for me. Were y'all huge fans of him back in the day when he was in his prime? Now, I mean, he's a little older than you, of course, but like, I'm curious. Go ahead and put in the chat if he like, like, what were y'all's thoughts on Smokey? I think that's fascinating. So he's still he's still out and about singing his little songs, and uh oh, okay. Well, I lost Christy, but that's okay. She'll be back. <laughs> I think Mason decided he wanted to play producer today and so we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break <laughs> so that they can come back oh my lord have mercy i tell you what it's nothing like um it's nothing like these shows let's take a quick break 
so we can get started. 2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man Garrett Brace is one of those guys you need on your team. We at Headspace with Dr. Michael clients of his as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit them up at G Walt Services on Instagram. Remember, G Walt Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. <laughs> so Mason decided that uh, there was enough talk about... Mason was over it. Let me tell you how he reached over and clicked the laptop it just shut me all the way out didn't you i said mason uh, well my mom has said that um smoky <laughs> yes he was he was all that in a bag of chips she said her answer was yes well, I, i'm putting words in his mouth mitchell my boy what's up mitchell mitchell said smoky gotta be a solid 82. He, oh he's oh, definitely he in his 80s uh, somebody do a quick google yeah, do a quick Google. He is, but you know what? All right, Smokey, that's good. We don't just say black don't crack, so there's that. Let me tell you, he he looked good. He sounded good. It was a good concert. Got to give that's him props. Awesome. That is awesome. Well, I'm glad you had a great time with your sister. I um got to hang out with um Ariel. So those that don't know, um Shavella and Mikey are in Ohio. They um went to Ohio for a little over a week to kind of hang out with the fam over there, and uh, so they they coming home soon. Um. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I hope they come home. And so, uh, yes, Mitchell confirmed. He is, Siri confirmed, he is 82. All right. Well, go ahead, Smokey, with your 82-year-old self. Excellent. We could all hope and wish that we could be as solid as Smokey is when we are 82. Amen. He just kicked off his um, <clears throat> tour, too. Go ahead. So, um, Ariel and I went to go see Nope. Okay. And I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. I try to go and see, especially if, if it's like if it's um African American that has produced or directed, I do try to go the opening weekend and I just I just couldn't do it. You know, I'm still recovering a little bit. But um we did go this yesterday and you know what? I I enjoyed it. It you gotta go in for what it is. I'm not gonna give too much away, but it I just appreciate it. It's it's we've seen movies like it from a Caucasian point of view. So just okay. watching it from an African-American point of view is just, it was it was refreshing because you, I just felt, I felt heard, I felt seen. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's worth it. Um, go check it out um, just for the sake of, of supporting Jordan Peele and what he's doing. And um, I mean, that, I thought the performances were solid. So definitely yeah, go I check, plan to check out. it out. I plan to check it out. Speaking of which. Oh, uh-oh. Drum roll. Oh, Mike, I can only do one arm, but I'm there with you. I'm moving. I'm moving with Woo. you, brother. <laughs> How did you feel? Oh, okay. I, I just have to confess. I got all types of chills when I watched the teaser 20 times. Let me just say this. Did you have your white ready? Because that's what we're doing. We're doing white. We're doing all white. It's because it's, the, king, giving, the king has died. It's giving Pentecost Sunday. <laughs> yes, the king has died, but Wakanda still lives. So we have to represent. The first one, we went in all African. The second one, my sister-in-law right now, she has her own, um, you know, T-shirt cup business. And she already is working on designs 
um, for what she's going to do because I got I need a couple of options because I'm going to see it more than once, and each time I go are. to see it, I'm going to have something different because it is a it is a total vibe. It's a total vibe. I, I'm looking forward to it myself. I, I am. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get my my white ready. It's 11, 11, 21, right? That's when it's coming 11, out. 11, 22, yep. Yes. I mean, 22. Ooh, I'm in, I'm in last year. <laughs> yeah, don't, mm -mm, we, we going forward. We're moving forward. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so question for you, and maybe our listeners can, can chime in. Black Panther 2, should they have recasted? Now, we haven't seen it. We don't know what they're going to do. We don't know what they're going to do. I trust Ryan Coogler. Um, I trust him. Uh -huh. I, I, I will be honest with you. I trust him that anything that he puts puts out there, I trust that it's we're going to appreciate. I, I think it's going to be well thought out. And, and so I'm trusting that they're, they're, ma they're making the decision not to recast T'Challa. I'm trusting them that that was a, a, a good thing. However, deep down inside, well, I'm, I'm going to say this. I didn't I couldn't go one way or the other about it. Um, if, if they should, I didn't feel strongly that they shouldn't recast it. And I did, I don't feel strongly that they should have, but I could go either way with it. What are your thoughts? I, I think that the right thing, okay. I, I think just the impact of that movie, the impact of that role that our dear departed brother played, mm -hmm. um, you just, there are just some things you just have to, you just can't just leave it alone. Mm -hmm. Move forward in the script in a way that honors that person and mm -hmm. their contribution to it, mm -hmm. and just don't recast. I mean, it, mm -hmm. people are creative, and they 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 can make things work. I don't mm -hmm. know. I'm curious to see what they're gonna do. Uh, I have mm -hmm. a I have a theory in my mind. I don't want to say it. Maybe I'll tell you in private, Mike. Okay. Um, see, that way, I have a, a a witness that I I said this. Okay. Um, but I have a theory. Um, but you know, no, just move forward and and let's let's see how the story goes okay um mitchell said uh uh nope i don't think they should recast it's chadwick's i get it like i really do i mean it would be but you know i guess on the other side of it i, I like i said i go back i trust ryan coogler so I, i'm going for the record for that but how many batmans have we had how many spider-mans have we had how many supermans i was just about to say superman you know one what was what was his name i can't even think of his name right now Clark the, the Superman that we know, Christopher of, Reeve. Christopher Reeve. They recasted him. They recasted him. Yeah, they yeah. did. I mean, sure. and, and Batman. I can't even keep track of how many Batmans there are. The last Batman oh, movie. I was like, I stopped watching them. They That's just the like guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you know, like I said, I could go either way with it, but I do agree that it's him. I do appreciate the love for him, and you know, Chadwick was. I didn't know him personally, but I feel like I knew him. Like he just seemed like just a good dude. Just a good dude. And just be right you, back. I'm sorry. No, you fine. Um, you know, one of the things that I always tell people is, you know, you always can tell um about some your character and what people think about you um when you're not there, right? And so um just the, the facts that things are coming out about him, um, even though he's not here. I mean, that speaks volumes as well, right? You know, they just seem like a good dude. And the fact that he was going through all of that in private and you would not have known. You didn't know. <laughs> Gosh. Gosh. Amazing. Yeah. Gosh. Just phenomenal. Yeah. 
Well, I tell you what, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think that um, it's time for us to get there. I, the one little piece that really got me was um, I was on TikTok and there was a, a Hispanic American ah, and I kind of posted in my story and one he was like in tears yeah. and he said he said you know you guys had an opportunity to kind of take this you know you know for, have it for yourselves and and he basically was like you know you well within your right to do that. But he said you chose to share that with the the Latinx and the, the you know the Hispanic community and stuff like that. And I thought that was kind of dope too. Like yes. I just I think that's I, that's good. And even in the different pressers um, when they were at Comic Con and stuff, it wasn't just the the Wakandans, but it was also I'm guessing the other um, the other folk that are gonna play a part of the story. So I'm really excited. Um, I'm not rushing November 11th because there's a lot of life that needs to happen between now and then. But at the same time, I'm eagerly anticipating looking forward to it back to Wakanda. Um, Annette said, Annette said um, because they are honoring him, they won't recast him. But I think there will be another Black Panther to replace him. I, I think so. And there's a lot of theories out there. Good night. Um, mm -hmm. Mitchell said, mentally, I'm not ready for another Black Panther. Us and company are still grieving. And for another guy to step in the role, we means I would feel away. Acting wise, I honestly do not think they could find another guy who could associate with Black Panther. Okay. 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 I mean, I, I appreciate that. I do. I do appreciate that. And uh, Mitchell, we got to have you on as a co-host anyway, because now Mitchell is um, one of my protege. I call him a protege um, loosely. He's um, he goes to Baltimore School for the Arts. He's a rising senior and a phenomenal actor, actually, in his own right. And he um, works with a lot of our productions at church and stuff. And, um, you know, I've had the opportunity to kind of um lightweight loosely i call it mentor light him <laughs> and so we're gonna have to have you on I, I think i've appeared in your podcast a couple times so uh, we definitely have to have you on mitchell especially give us a little bit of that gen z flavor um but i appreciate your sentiments yeah i, I do appreciate that that mental piece as well um yeah i know i guess you're right he embodies the spirit of black panther so 11 11 we will know what they did with it. Um, Annette says, wait, what has been? No, I can't, I can't get them to get into it, Annette. Maybe you can talk some sense into them, but we'll we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk another time offline. Speaking of which, before we go to break, um, matter of fact, I'm gonna talk about this after break. Um, I'm gonna go ahead with my heads up, and then uh we're gonna go ahead and keep it moving because we y'all, it's been a while. I feel like I just haven't talked to y'all in a while, so we'll see y'all in a little bit. the headspace with dr mike show on all social media platforms at headspace dm we want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show we also value what's important to you and your community dm your show ideas to us on instagram or facebook the next time you log on you may hear dr mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart So I mentioned to you all yesterday that uh, I'm gonna actually mention you all yesterday. No, I mentioned you all just a few minutes ago that uh, my sister and I went to go see Nope. And um, <clears throat> what's fascinating about the whole concept of Nope, and this is not giving giving anything away, but it was just uh, it. I, I don't know too many black people that I talk to that um, as soon as you see that, you understand what it's about. Like something happens, Nope. <laughs> You see something crazy and wonky going on? Nope. <laughs> you 
you um you say something foolish out of your mouth and you say um you know you not um the whole idea of you know one of the jokes that was kind of said was if i'm walking down the street and i see a group of people running um to in my direction um i'm not even going to try to go any forward to see what they running from i'm going to turn myself around and as i'm doing i'm going nope i'm heading the other way <laughs> so um one of the things that um i was thinking about as i was thinking about what i was going to share with you all during my heads up segment today was the fact that there are times where we just in our lives have to simply say nope um and, and i don't mean i'm not going to give you the thing about no because you know no the power of no and all that stuff I'm, I'm not going that direction what i'm talking about with nope is nope it this is so foolish this is so crazy this is so you fill in the blank simply nope like i'm not going to i'm not even going to entertain this concept that's there are some things in our lives that happen that we simply have to decide that we're just going to say nope to and and then the whole idea of nope is the idea that it is an absolute like you're not going to turn me around you're not going to change my mind you're not going to make me think something different i have made up my mind that this is where i'm going to be nope i am not moving another direction and, and i'm saying that because that's that's a season that i'm in right now in my life in that um i had a huge scare um earlier this month um huge uh, I think those of you that follow me on Facebook, uh, you saw the Facebook live that I presented where I was having a situation uh, where I simply would get up. I, it got to the point where I got up out of bed, walked to the bathroom, and I was breathing as if um, I had run a marathon. Um, it was that bad, y'all, to the point where I went to the hospital and um, where the doctors landed on it. Um, we, we thought it was a heart attack at one point. It wasn't a heart attack. But it turned out there's a blood clot in the lungs and um the severity of it is um to the point where you know had i not gone to the hospital when i did there's a very good chance that i wouldn't be here right now you know and john gray um if those of you that follow the preacher john gray he actually was in the hospital because he had a real major one and he's since been released praise the lord um <clears throat> a buddy of mine kobe nichols um who tunes in from time to time he kind of touched shared with me about some stories that he had with blood clots blood clots are real things right and um one of the things that i have had to make a decision about um in the hospital uh as we were trying to figure out how to to treat that my blood pressure was through the roof um there was some tests that i needed to take but i actually weighed a little too much for the test and you know y'all enough is enough like there comes a point where you have to start just making up in your mind. Nope, I'm I'm not I'm not going to put these things before this thing. And for a minute there, I had a glimpse of the fact that I could be gone from here. And I know where I'm going to go when I die. I'm not in a rush to get there, right? Um, but at the same time, um, I'm at a place where God has really gotten me to a point where I have to literally say, you know what? Yes. That Coca-Cola tastes good, but nope. Yes, them fried that fried chicken box with some Western fries, salt, pepper, ketchup, hot sauce, half and half. Nope. <laughs> um, sitting around and just doing nothing and not being mobile. Nope. 
putting myself in a situation where I'm getting more stressed out than the people that are involved with it. And, and it's for them, um, allowing people to take kind of advantage of my time and energy, taking my kindness for weakness. Nope. Like there comes a point where you have to make up in your mind. And, and you know, sometimes we get in a situation where, especially those of us who have been born in the church and we're involved in ministry and we read the Bible and you hear this servant leadership and you're always supposed to put your needs last before other people's. I get all that. I promise I do. And I think there's a time and place for that. But there also is a time and place where you have to recognize that if you can't help yourself, then you're not going to be able to help anybody else. What, what's one of the first things they say when they do the safety briefing on a plane? They say, when it's time to put the mask on, you put yours on first. Even if you have kids, put yours on first, make sure it's secure, and then you start helping everybody else with theirs. Why? Because guess what? If you don't get yours secure, you're not going to be able to help anybody else out. Nope. There comes a point where you have to just say, nope, this is more important. I have a family. I have friends. I have a mission. I have um, a, a something, a calling that God has made on my life. And at some point, when the things come in place to try to take all that out, nope, I have to decide that I'm going to do what I have to do to take care of business. And it's hard. Y'all, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. It's hard. It's hard. It is so hard. I think about all the times. I mean, shoot, I went on national television, international television, because Biggest Loser airs around the world. There are times I still get messages from time to time where people are watching my show in like Portugal and stuff, um, watching my season. I went on there, lost all this weight, gained it all back, was ashamed of it because I hadn't dealt with what I needed to deal with because there's more going on than just, it's not about just food. Somebody said to me, they said, well, you can just stop eating. It's not about the food. Sometimes I was eating, it had nothing to do with food at all. It had to do with everything else. And the food was what actually took me to my happy place, which wasn't really happy because it was only temporary. And then I think about the times where I've started something and then ended it and started it, ended, started, ended. And had I just stayed with it for six to seven months, then maybe just maybe I wouldn't be in the situation I'm in now. A friend of mine posted this the other uh, just on Facebook. Um, I'm gonna give a shout out to JJ, Justin. He said he was talking about um, and I'm not I'm not going to go all into it because I don't remember all the details of it. But he was basically talking about how there are times where we are in pain, but then there are times when we're uncomfortable. And a lot of times we go around and we talk about something hurting us, but it's not really pain at all. It's just discomfort. Right. And, and, and what that said to me was there are some things that I have to do, particularly in my health, that is not painful. It's not killing me. It's not going to make me. It's not, I mean, it's not going to do anything but help me, but I was avoiding it because I was making this story up that it was painful, but actually it had no pain involved with it. I was just uncomfortable. And I want you all to start thinking about making the distinction between pain and discomfort. What I love about discomfort is that you can get comfortable after a while, but sometimes the discomfort is what actually sets you up to ultimately be comfortable, if that makes sense. I'm discomfort because I'm 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 discomfort. I'm uncomfortable right now. But what's nice is is when I do what I need to do to make it so that I'm more comfortable, I can reflect on how uncomfortable the uncomfortable moment moment felt. For instance, I now connotate 
when I'm sitting here contemplating going off of what I need to be doing with my diet, thinking about that day when I literally walked 10 steps and couldn't breathe. And hopefully it's that discomfort, the reminder of that discomfort that will keep me to a point where I ultimately won't get to the pain. That's my heads up. Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM. Woo, y'all got me preaching on a Saturday morning. Michael John Benet Ramsey Dorsey. Brother. Oh, bless you, sis. That was that was fantastic. That was excellent. I appreciate it. Excellent. We got too much work to be doing, Christy. We got it, we got work to do. And 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 I'm gonna say this publicly. Um, I am so grateful for you um for sticking with me. Um, y'all don't know, you know, don't know all the ins and outs of stuff, but Christy is a very busy person and she has a lot of things that she can be doing. Um, you are extremely talented. Um, matter of fact, I think it's, you know, I, I joke about this sometimes, you know, we ran against each other for class president in high school. Yes. And, um, you know, if there was anybody that I could lose to, um, and feel okay about it, it definitely is Christy. Aww. I'm at the time Stuart, but now Baldwin, but I think the world of you and, um, you know, I thank you because part of that note that I'm talking about was um, letting go of Headspace with the, with Dr. Mike. And you were a part of that. You and Chevella were two big parts of, nope, you 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 can't, you can't got to keep this going. And the fact that you're willing to put your money and your time where your mouth is speaks volumes. So I just want to acknowledge you. Um, thank you so much for just being here. You know, y'all, it's one of the things I'm like, Thursday night, I'm like, hey, you going on Saturday with me? Because I've just got so busy with life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, sir, I'll be there. And I just appreciate that. Like, if you can be here, you are. And so um, thank you. Thank you for that. And um, I really appreciate you. My honor. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love you. I think the world of you and your husband um, and your little boy. Um, and, and there's other members of our team that are doing things behind the scenes. Um, and so I get an opportunity to honor them as well. But for right now, I just want to honor you, Christy, because uh, you you know you're there. We have Marco Polos that we share through the course of um, the week. Yes, and it's not always about the show. It's just about sometimes we you know we being petty. We we share, <laughs> you know we spill. Oh, me? Yeah, we no. I'm more of the petty one, not you. Um, but uh, but you know it's a true friendship, and I love that. Um, you know it's it's lasted decades. Oh my gosh, it's lasted decades, and so Jesus. it's kind of cool. Yes, indeed. Okay, n- enough with the mushy stuff, Mike. All right, enough with the mushy stuff. Let's go. Oh, Let's gosh. Go. <laughs> All right, so what are we going to talk about next? Um, we got to just talk about the church, the, the kingdom, because there's just so much happening in the kingdom, y'all. There's so well, much you, happening in the kingdom. So you must have extended Headspace with Dr. Mike to three hours, if you want I to mean, talk about that. 
we got we got to do with what we're dealing with. We got we got less than 20 to kind of go through this, but Ugh. the kingdom is just acting up. Okay, you know, let's start in, in, in Brooklyn. Okay. Let's start in Brooklyn. We're we gonna start with uh Bishop Whitehead. Oh okay. <laughs> the so, Gucci preacher. Yes, so let me just start. I had seen him pop up in my news feed, so maybe one of my friends may have sent me some things about about him, or he goes live in his car a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, those who don't know, he's a, a pastor in, in New York, in Brooklyn, New York, and he is known as the Bling Bling Bishop. Yes. yes. Because he wears name brand suits. I mean, from the Rooter to the Tudor. I mean, he got on a, a Louis Vuitton hat, suit, the tie, the, I mean, everything is, in my opinion, it's not well, my type. It's not my style. Well, okay, so let's make sure we well, tell Dottie. the story, too. Let's tell the full story. His church, I go to a, a, a mega church, like a, a church that has several acres under a roof. Yes. His church could is a storefront for a bodega. A bodega. It's a storefront, and it's no shade no. on storefront churches. I've been a storefront sh- church for years. Me too. Have, have um, some wonderful friendships yes. that grew from that time there and all of that. No shade, because you got to start somewhere. Didn't have a parking lot. You had to park on the street. Right. You got to start somewhere, and there is a, t- there's a reason for storefront churches. Absolutely. Okay, so, so it's no shade to that. But what my issue is, is it doesn't it's it's about optics okay everything's about optics i'm sorry appearances you you can't be rolling up in what you're rolling up in in the car the suits all that excuse mason in the background he's playing uh you and then walking into how do you walk into what you step out your car your your, however many thousand the uh hundreds of thousand dollar car with your Louis Vuitton head to toe suit, and you walk into that, well, what are we doing? And, well, and so, so yeah, so he has all this going on, and you and I have heard of him in passing, you know, because we we in church circles. I mean, so I knew of him, right? But then the big thing was he got robbed during his <laughs> street service. Not funny, Mike. It's not funny. You're right. It's not funny that anybody it's got. It's not funny. You're right. He got robbed, and it was caught on the live stream camera. So, <laughs> I'm laughing because, well, you're right. We don't know for certain. We don't know for certain. But can we talk about his adjutant, like his assistant pastor, or whoever that was in the corner, who was just sitting there like. Wasn't phased at all. Not at all. Not at all. You, you, you take over for a second, Mike. Let me. I'll be right he back. Was, y'all, he was so okay. So you're right. It's not funny. It's not. It's not. Christy's right. It's not funny. But there's something going on, right? So now we got stuff. I guess my thing is, all right, we got this going on. At what point do you humble yourself? Right. At what point do you kind of hum? I guess the humility is the part that that's got me a little 
Did you see the press conference? Mitchell said, Mitchell said he was stoic, motionless. <laughs> right, he was. Did you see the Did you see the press conference, Mike? Afterwards, yeah, the press conference and the main, and then I mean, I saw the press conference. I saw the the um, interview that he did with Larry Reed. Yes, um, oh my he, gosh. He told the woman that she was that she was. What did you say? Call her fat? Biggie. He called her Biggie Small. <laughs> Biggie Small. It, it was horrible. It was not a good representation. It wasn't. It just. It just. It really was. I, I need to see a little bit of humility. Like, all right, so you got robbed. We praise God that nobody was killed. You know that that that's the type of attitude I'm gonna have. And so now it just makes me wonder what really is going on. Like, is this? Uh, what was this? Something. Something not right. Something. And apparently, he owes people money, like thousands of dollars. Um. It's just, it's y'all. It's just not good. I, I, I just pray. I just, I guess, I guess the part is because right now the church is just looking really silly. I mean, Kimberly all across the board, the church is looking real silly. And this is the the black side of the church, but the, you know, the church is just looking really silly right now. The, you said you said it right when you started. You said the kingdom. Yeah. The kingdom really looking silly right now. I mean, very much so. It's giving you're not the kingdom. Yeah. It just, I just I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling. I'm definitely not feeling Christ Christ's words in what's happening. So we got that going on. Then we have the situation they won't leave Kimberell alone. Well, it's Kim, you know, I'm, you I'm know, going to use words. It's not funny. You you know, Kim, Kim is known for her slick mouth. So I'm gonna be honest with you. I I was not a Kimberell fan after I watched her on Sunday Best. Yeah. I just felt like. I felt like, you know, American Idol, we came to understand. And, and, you know, Simon says what he says, um, and we know what that is. We know what that is, right? But Sunday Best was meant, in my opinion, to be an opportunity, one, to just give people, you know, in the church an opportunity, that minister in church, you know, give them that opportunity. And also to kind of show the world, you know, what can what can be. I just, I felt like it just, and, and she would just, People would get up there and they would audition and yeah, they weren't good, but she would demoralize the people. Like it just, it just wasn't, it wasn't a good look. And from that point forward, I just, I just, I just lost respect for her. Um, and I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, there's only but so many runs I can deal with. And um, I don't know. I just felt like, I felt like after she got the notoriety with um, because she was friends with Whitney Houston um, I just think that things just kind of tripped with her. And then, you know, this all the, like when she fell on the stage and people were talking about her, the, 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 her boots and it was just a lot. Yeah. She, you know, she brings, she brings the heat to her because her mouth is slick. Um, and, you know, she's now going to have to deal with the repercussions of that. Mm -hmm. And I still don't think she's learned her lesson, even with the apology, because, then there was a video of her doing some kind of, I guess, concert or some engagement. And she was very sarcastic. She was like, you guys are beautiful. You know, like, just just sing the songs. Yeah. Just just sing the songs. Mm -hmm. and, and and just stop it. Well, before you're not going to have nobody to sing to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm total agreement. I just, I, whew, I don't know. I, I have that. Um, and then, you know, there's... Um, what are your thoughts on some of the stuff that the sound clips of Bishop Jakes that are going out? Like the, 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 he said something along the lines of men aren't 
being men or um, women aren't letting men be men or something like that. Like what, what were your thoughts on that? I, I think we have it twisted. I mean, I think, I mean, listen, I'm not for being blamed for why men aren't doing what they're supposed to do. That's mm-hmm. not our responsibility. Uh, however, I will say this. We need to remember in in the feminist uh, movement that we've been in and that we're in, just because we're not, we, we men are not women and women are not men. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that a man can do better than a woman in some instances. And there are certain things that a woman can do better than a man. There mm-hmm. are certain roles that men and women play in a, in a marriage. Okay. Mm-hmm. In a marriage. And that is okay. And I don't know why society has an issue with things, people playing their role. You know, it doesn't make you any less or greater than the other person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I'm as a woman, I'm not going to be blamed for your inadequacies of a, as a man either. That's mm-hmm. not my responsibility. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think that people are trying to hop on one side or trying to make it one way or the other. And I don't think it's it's I don't it's either not either. It's not either one of those or it's both a combination of them. So we just need to we just need to stop. We just need to stop all around. What what you know? One of the things I appreciated when um we, when Sherelle and I got married, um my mom giving you some shout out right here. She said, "Wisdom, you go, young woman." <laughs> Thank you, um, Mama. <laughs> one of the things I remember um, that Bishop uh, when he did our marriage counseling was uh, premarital counseling. Um, he said we talked about that idea of when the scripture says, "Men's I mean, women submit to your husbands." And I think sometimes we forget the next part of that says husbands submit to your wives, right? And I think that we we miss out on the fact that it's the same word, submit the same word translated from the Greek is the same word. So it means the same thing. And it's the idea of we have to submit to each other, right? And what does that mean, right? What what does that really mean? And that does not, it's not this idea that you're subservient of me and you're less than me because you're a woman and I'm a man. It just means that there are, like you said, we each play a role and we submit to that role. What does that role look like? And you know what? We are, when it comes to the dynamic, we are equals, but even in our equality, there is, you know, there's, there's roles that we play in our equality. And I think that that's something that has been perverted um, throughout the years. And it's not just something that's been perverted outside the church. It's been perverted in the church. Oh, absolutely. Right? I think that, that level of misogyny you know, people have taken, which we know to be true because look, slavery was endorsed by preachers, right? The concept of slavery and, mm-hmm. and justification of it was endorsed by people who claim to be, um, you know, messengers of the word. And so, yeah, there's there's a lot of that that goes on. And so I just, I think sometimes we, we, we're we so quick to take a sound bite yes. and we don't necessarily pay attention to the whole, the whole package. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I received from some of that was, look, if I'm doing my job, then my wife shouldn't have to do certain things. And that's my job. And when I'm not doing my job now, she has to go in and she has to do those other things. Right. That actually she wasn't designed to do 
and she wasn't meant to do, right? And maybe, and can she do it? Absolutely. There are things that both of us can do, but yeah. just because I can do, I'll give you a prime example, just to make kind of lighten the subject a little bit. A girlfriend of mine posted um, yesterday or last night that she had run out of gas. And, you know, she was just like, I'm horrible at this. You know, I hate getting gas. And she and I, I feel it on it. I hate, I loathe it. I loathe getting gas. And I can, physically, I'm able. Emotionally, I mean, intelligent, you know, mentally, I can, I know what to do to get gas. But it's something I would prefer not to do. Doesn't mean I can't do it. So I think that's where we get lost. It's not that it's not about ability. It's some things that you don't prefer to do. Some things, like I said earlier, you're just better at doing. And I'll lean into something that you've said many times on the show, Mike, about how what my role in my marriage is going to be different. It might be very different than Shavela's role in your marriage because that's y'all marriage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we just need to stop um, putting people in positions or situations where they have to align based upon what you're doing or what you think is right. You know, let's go to the word and what's best for my marriage or my relationship. Yeah. And let the Holy Spirit guide us and and pray for and look if you if you feel that something that I'm doing you don't agree with mm-hmm. pray. That's pray. it. Go ahead and pray. What the what the ask the Savior to help you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and take a quick break and then we'll come back and wrap on up. Focused on photo, versed in video. For any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candidates to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, any media. For any media, for anything. Contact us so we can create. Woo! Well, there was a video. We finally have heard from the Prince of (laughs) Bel-Air. We have indeed. I actually, um, I wish we had post, we had posted the video because it was like a five minute video. Uh, I, I thought it was excellent. I, I didn't get any. I didn't get any acting vibes like I'm I'm implementing my acting skills here to persuade the audience or Chris Rock that I truly am apologetic. I didn't get any of that from him. I truly felt his apology. Yeah, I felt it, Mason. I felt his apology. I thought that him not making any uh, excuses for his behavior was absolutely excellent. And um, I hope that when the time is right, Chris Rock and, and Will Smith can talk and and get all the way through this. But you know, Chris should take his time. Yeah, like like you, I you know, I look at this point, yes, they made it a public thing. They made it a public thing. There were some decisions that were made in the moment. Chris Rock, for instance, um Chris Rock decided not to press charges. So that's why Will Smith, you know, was able to walk out without handcuffs, right? So, you know, some of the arguments that I kind of heard from some folk about A, B, and C, I was like, 
yeah, but, you know, Chris Rock had the opportunity to press charges. He chose not to. Um, I do appreciate when Will said he reached out to Chris and Chris said he's just not ready to talk about it. I get all that. I think that's fair and reasonable. And I mean, that's at this point, um, Will Smith doesn't owe us. Well, I take that back. I, I feel like hmm, I go back and forth about this. Of Does he owe us anything? Um, I don't know. I, how do you feel about that? Like, did, did he owe it to us? I think that, yes. I think he owed what he gave to us. Mason doesn't want me to get through this uh, show. <laughs> I think he owed us what he gave us. And, with, and that is why I can appreciate his apology because he did it in a public forum. Yeah. We were all watching. Yeah. The world was watching and yeah. experienced the trauma, the, yeah. the complete awe of the moment. Yeah. And so, yes, he owed us that apology and that yeah. um, that moment of, you know what? I was wrong. Yeah. I was wrong. And uh, does he owe us anything else? Absolutely not. He sure. owes Chris Rock and his family yep. and his and, and Will Smith's family. Yeah. <laughs> he owes his own family. You know, that's what he that's what he needs to start. Yeah. For complete now and i feel like he's taking ownership of it um mitchell said long overdue might i add yeah i mean it, it was time for us to hear something um you know i, I my prayer is with them that they're going to everybody can get the peace that they need to find and get um just this i mean this is so much yeah i mean i don't you know to mitchell's point i don't think it was long overdue i i think we have to stop i will he apologized he did Uh-oh. You know, and all of that before they suspended him for 10 years and all of that. But he needed to take his moment, his time to process because that was clearly an issue going on, you know, yeah. with him and things he needed to process. So I think that three months time, I think that was perfectly fine. If it took him till next year, you know, perfectly fine. Cause he has to process things as well. Yes, he was the one who created this incident, but he has to get to where he is now to be able to say what he said. And I don't want somebody apologizing just because they have to apologize. I want them to apologize because they want to apologize. So I, I hear you. I think that um we probably would have liked to have seen it a little sooner. But then, you know, we may be having a different conversation. Like, mm, this this was a little too soon for him to to feel that way. So I don't know. It, it is it, it's a very interesting perspective. I'm eager to see what comes out about us. I would love to be a fly on the wall when he and Chris Rock actually um do talk and that's just no I'm just being real <laughs> that's just me being nosy <laughs> oh my gosh well speaking of millionaires speaking of millionaires you mean what I'm not right you're Neither not <laughs> you nor I um had the winning ticket we did not get the golden ticket Ugh. um somebody in who do I know in Illinois can I borrow $20? Not a soul. I, who do I, I? You know, and I started to tell Shirella to buy a couple tickets in Ohio. You know, it's never like where you from. It's always some backwoods location that that has the, the winning ticket. But um, congratulations to the person who, whew, who won that Oof. gargantuan amount. Perhaps I had. Maybe it's a long lost family member. Maybe. In Illinois that wants to be generous. Oh, man. <laughs> Just say, maybe it's the biggest loser fan. Who knows? I listen. I 
so did you spend the money in your head like how how you were going to divide it up have you oh, yeah. spent time doing that or am i the only absolutely. one absolutely i had my uh my 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 tax attorney i had yes i had everything in order i was ready to go um i was ready to make things uh make my plans and let my dear job know that you know what i have appreciated my time my mm -hmm. service with you it's no longer yeah you know it's no longer needed yeah, it's you no know longer needed. move forward in life and yeah. um yeah, I was ready, Mike, but but the Lord didn't see fit. He didn't. And but you know, I tell the Lord, I tell the Lord all the time, you can trust me with it. That's what I tell him too. I, maybe I, maybe he can't. Maybe that's why he didn't give it to us. No, yet, the Lord can trust me with it. He can trust me with it. I, I know it. I, listen, Lord, you can trust me. You can trust me. <laughs> I'm not gonna be one of the people that win the lottery if I if I if I if I win it. I'm not gonna be one of the ones that goes broke after a year. It mm -mm, we're gonna be good no. stewards of that of what the Lord then then delegated and, and relegated and said established for me. And my Lord, let me let me prove it. Let me just taste it a little bit. I oh, just God. <laughs> I promise you I can do that. Mitchell said. He can't trust me. I'd be on vacation. Me too. I'd be on vacation. Oh yeah, my ties would have been paid. On vacation for for sure. But I'm going. Yeah. I'm going to do my due diligence to the, listen, to the church. I already listen. I already charity. Knew I was call Kim up because we got some real estate to look at. You can't do that, Doctor D. That's cheating, my brother. What? What's that? What buying a ticket in another city? Is that what you say is cheating? I don't know what's cheating about that. You think that's cheating? Well, look, I know. That there's a lot. No, 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 permanent. <laughs> Amen. That's fine. I do know. Um, I've I've been watching below deck, and um, I promise you, um, Christy, if I win, we will definitely be um, like featured on below deck. Like we'll be one of the, we'll be one of the guests that come through. Um, I just got to decide if I want to be with Captain Sandy or if I want to be with Captain um. Oh, you really thought this through, Captain James? Oh no, seriously, I already know. Um, because Captain Sandy has the new ship, the home, and I think okay. I like that. But then I like Captain um, James because he's uh, because he's an Australian. He's Australian, mm -hmm. and, you know. You got the Great Barrier Reef and all that, and I think that um, I would appreciate that. But I've already figured that. Out. I'm just letting you know. So we would y'all, you and Rob will be there. Um, I don't know. Mason may have to stay behind because. You know that's it's gonna be grown folk. We're gonna be doing well. Just like we just hire somebody, a nanny or something. That's all. There you go. There you go. I'll, you know what? I'm gonna cover that too. I'm gonna cover that for you too. Well, I would hope so, uh, billionaire. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying. I, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would do that. I would definitely do that. So, huh? Anyway, let's go ahead and take one last break, and oh. then uh, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. Okay. Woo. Woo. Lord have mercy. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. Kevin said, uh, he said, yes, buying another ticket in another state is cheap. I don't know who told you that. Mm -mm. I don't know who told you well, that. Call Kevin. me a cheater then. Yep. 
Yakovia yeah, cheat. But then it called me other things. So if you call me a cheater, that'd be fine too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Well, you know what? I thank you all for hanging out with us. Thank you all for participating, those who were here. Um, make sure you share and like and all that fun stuff. Let us know what you appreciate about the show, some topics, if you have some guests you want us to bring on. Um, but I tell you what, I wish you all the blessings that God has for you this week. I pray that uh, you actually have an encounter with him that is second to none. And until we meet again, with that being said, everybody, peace. We're going to get out of here. Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week.